right back into Deuteronomy chapter number 31. And uh, we, of course, for sake of time today, we can't go into all of uh, the story of the children of Israel. Uh, we know as we read our Bible uh, that they're God's chosen people. And uh, all the way through the Old Testament, we really have uh, an account of God's dealing with them. Uh, their faith uh, in God, uh, His established law, uh, which, by the way, has not been done away with under grace. There's many things uh, that we are to uh, still obey, uh, and, uh, and even more so under grace. Uh, God has added some things uh, to uh, that. There are a thousand, uh, well over a thousand commandments in our New Testament uh, that we are to obey. And I want you to remember that uh, as we go through the message because there's one part in particular, a main point that I want to get to today from this message. But one of the things you cannot get away from in your Old Testament as you read it, and the New Testament for that matter, is that God, serving God, the things of God, all of those, it's serious business with God. Um, people disagree today about you know, what, how people are supposed to live as Christians and will debate you know, the ins and outs of different things like standards or what have you, and, uh, and we'll have differing opinions about that, and we would have different opinions about that even uh, amongst our own church members. Uh, but uh, so trying to figure out what Christianity should be like uh, in 2020 is, a, is up for debate to a certain extent uh, because people have all their different opinions. But here's one thing we know for certain. The Bible is clear, but what Christianity is not. And what I mean by that is we can know from the Word of God, since God takes uh, Himself uh, in His Word and the things of God serious, uh, as we read the Old Testament and see how God dealt with His people, uh, I can guarantee you that in 2020, Christianity does, should not look like uh, apathetic, just kind of dialing it in, uh, not thinking about God uh, during the course of the week. Um, that is not what God uh, intends for Christianity to look like. So when I read the Old Testament and I see, you know, God as He deals with His people in very harsh ways sometimes and very direct in what He says. In fact, let's read a little bit about that in chapter number 30. Verse 11 says, For this commandment which I command thee this day is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It's not in heaven that thou shouldest say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldst say, Who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us, that he may hear it and do it? But the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Uh, God had given his word to Moses. He had written the law. Uh, and in the end of Deuteronomy, we see a transition. Uh, Moses is now getting old, uh, and he is going to be going off of the scene. And God is instructing uh, now Joshua to take over for Moses and to bring his children into the promised land. Uh, we know as they left ex, uh, uh, Egypt in the Exodus, uh, they wandered in the wilderness, much because of their stubbornness and rebelliousness. And it's a, it just shows how God's dealt with all of them. And remember, uh, in the book of Numbers and elsewhere, where the Bible talks about uh, them sending spies into the promised land. Uh, Twelve went in, uh, and, uh, and they came back, uh, and two gave a good report, and ten gave an evil report. What they saw when they went over there were a lot of pot, as they said, it's a land that flows with milk and honey, uh, where the grapes of Esco grow, where they, they carried grapes on staves. Now, uh, I, I go to Safeway and get some grapes, and they're pretty pathetic. Uh, but promised land grapes, they were something. 
Uh, and I think they're as big as what the Word of God uh, says they were. So it was a place where it was just blessing upon blessing. It was the promised land that God had promised uh, to Abraham. And God always fulfills this promise. Maybe not so in the way that we want or in our own timing, uh, but 40 years has passed. Uh, the, the wilderness wanderings had taken place, and we find story after story uh, throughout all of that. Uh, but one thing we know for sure is that God's people were a stubborn, rebellious people. And by the way, uh, and I don't believe in, uh, in uh, you know, the church is Israel and all this different kind of things. Uh, the church is separate from that. Uh, but, uh, but we are, in His church, God's chosen people to that extent. We are His children. And we are just as, by the way, just as stubborn and just as rebellious uh, as they were. In, in many respects, I think even more so because we don't, their, their day-to-day, day-in, day-out worship of God didn't look like anything uh, like our religion looks like. Uh, there was a lot of things that were involved, and God was very particular about how they worshiped. And let me just say this, in, tw- in 2020, God is, is just as concerned about what you offer to Him as much as, as how you offer it to Him. There is no amount of heartfelt sincerity that will make worship that is unacceptable to God acceptable to Him. There's none. Uh, God will only accept what He will accept. And in the Old Testament, He laid down all kinds of rules. And I'm glad uh, that we don't have to follow all those rules uh, because every one of us would fail. Uh, We would be dead day one uh, if we lived in the Old Testament economy with worship and everything else. And you say, what do you mean, uh, dead? Uh, That's how God dealt with people back then. And, and I'm glad he doesn't deal with me that way. But let's read a little bit further. Verse 15, See, I have set before thee, and this is chapter number 30, this day life and good and death and evil, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whether thou passest over Jordan to go and possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice, that thou mayest cleave to him for he is thy life and thy length of thy days. Uh, etc. God, all the way through the Old Testament, He said, you worship with me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. He says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. And when people went off into, into worship of idolatry, uh, then God dealt very harshly with them. And He was concerned, God, uh, with His children, as this transition was taking place, uh, that they would do the right thing, that they would follow and obey uh, God, uh, as well as following and obeying God's man, uh, Moses, or God's man that we see here in a minute, Joshua, which gets us into uh, chapter number 31. And as you read the last several chapters of the book of Deuteronomy, uh, we have several songs uh, that Moses wrote uh, that uh, he sung and read to the people uh, as he is challenging them. Uh, he, he has given to them some counsel. Number one, some counsel to the people. As we read in our text in verse number six of chapter number 31, he said to them, Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them, for the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee, he will not fail thee nor forsake thee. 
Uh, and then he calls Moses uh, to uh, the people in, in front of all of them. He says to, to, uh, to Joshua, rather, uh, he said, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he is that go with before thee, he will be with thee, he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee, fear not, neither be dismayed. So Moses, to the people, tells them to be uh, of, of uh, strong uh, and of good courage. Now, those words simply mean this. To be strong uh, means to behave yourself valiantly or to withstand or to be strong or powerful beyond the average. Uh, and, uh, and whether that's physically uh, or whether that is in your constitution, uh, emotionally, spiritually, uh, that we're supposed to be strong. He's telling them, you need to be strong and of a good courage. That is to be able to face and deal with danger uh, or fear without flinching. Uh, when the spies went over, they said, this is a place and it's flowing with milk and honey, uh, big grapes, all kinds of different stuff. But he says, the, uh, there's some people there uh, and, uh, that are very big. There's giants in the land and they have fortified cities. Uh, and, and as soon as that evil report came out, you find all of Israel just saying, oh, uh, send us back to Egypt. Uh, what, could we go back to Egypt? Uh, there's complaining. Uh, and, uh, and God let all those people die in the wilderness. Uh, and uh, Joshua, uh, one of the two spies, Joshua and Caleb, that went over and gave a good report. Joshua, of course, we know, uh, gets to go into uh, the land of promise. Uh, and uh, there's a certain aspect about his report uh, that is, as we teach it, we talk about seeing things in the eyes of faith. Because God had given the promise, uh, the promised land, they were to go in and take it. And it didn't matter how big the people were there or how, how tall the walls were. Uh, there were men like Joshua and Caleb who had faith that God was just going to accomplish what he says he was going to accomplish. So they, we teach from that passage about having faith, or we sing songs like uh, uh, in the, the mind or eye of Caleb, like, I want that mountain, it belongs to me, uh, where we go in and we fight. And the whole picture of going over into the promised land uh, is a picture of the victorious Christian life. It's not a picture of heaven, uh, because when we get to heaven, uh, there's not giants, there's not battles. Uh, it's, it's us going into uh, a, a, a victorious life as a Christian. So he said, you do that uh, because God is faithful and He's going to accomplish. And we find in these verses we read just a minute ago uh, that the Bible says He's going to go with us. Uh, he's not going to fail us. He's not going to forsake us. And so we need to go in. And, and Moses, tell, they told the people, be of uh, strong and of good courage. Why? Because they were afraid. Uh, they, were, they, they were afraid of what they had seen. Uh, and, and even though the people who uh, were rebellious against God and the people that uh, gave the evil report and he let all those people die out, uh, you, still know, you still knew what was over on the other side. You knew what was over there. It's a great place. It's God's place of blessing. But if we're going to go over and then take it, we're going to have to fight. And there's battles uh, and, uh, and there's giants and we're going to go. And, and we know that in our life, in fact, when you became a Christian, that's when the battle started, really. Uh, you know, why, why would the devil oppose you when you, weren't, you didn't belong to God? But the moment you got saved and asked Jesus Christ to save you, then that's when the battle started. That's when you started facing giants in your life and 
uh, and, and seeing uh, the, the difficulties that were there. So number one, he gave counsel to all the people and he also gave counsel uh, to Joshua uh, and saying, you go in, be of, uh, of good courage, uh, don't be afraid, fear not, uh, and tone, be strong. But then we find a little bit later in chapter number 31, uh, not just a counsel uh, to the people or a counsel for everyone, but a specific charge uh, to Moses. Look what the Bible says in verse number 22 of chapter number 31. Moses therefore wrote this song the same day and taught it to the children of Israel. Uh, and again, I, I encourage you to read these. This is what Moses, by the way, Moses was the man. Uh, and, uh, and it's important to note that uh, because there's a, you know, the, the mantle is being given to Joshua. Moses is going off the scene. Uh, but there's millions of people uh, that Moses led uh, out of uh, Egypt uh, through the wilderness. And we know they would complain. Uh, God would provide food and they would whine about that and just on and on all that we know. Uh, and they said, would to God that we just died in Egypt. That was their prayer. And in fact, you got to be careful about what you pray for because God just might give it to you. And, uh, and, and so when the, God says, okay, fine, you're not going to go, they say, whoa, 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 uh, wait a second, we didn't mean that. And God says, no, it's too late. Uh, and uh, they all died uh, in uh, the wilderness. But it says in verse 23, And he gave Joshua, the son of Nun, a charge, and said, Be strong and of a good courage, for thou shalt bring the children of Israel into the land which I swear unto them, and I will be with thee. And it came to pass when Moses had made an end of the writing, the words of the law in this book, until they were finished. And the scriptures uh, teach us again uh, the seriousness uh, of, uh, of God in this because he was concerned. He, said, uh, he says, uh, say verse number uh, 27, For I know thy rebellion and thy stiff neck. Behold, while I am yet alive with you this day, ye have been rebellious against the Lord. And how much more after my death? He said, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm fixing to die. And you guys were a sorry excuse for a people while I was living. And what's it going to look like when I'm gone? If you didn't, if you didn't obey and follow, he, said, he says, Gather unto me, verse 28, all the elders of your tribes and your officers, that I may speak these words in their ears and call heaven and earth to record against them. For I know that after my death you will utterly corrupt yourselves. And turn aside from the way which I have commanded you. You ever, you ever have somebody uh, it, it just tell you uh, that you just really didn't believe in them? Uh, you know, uh, or they didn't believe in you, rather, uh, in the sense that, you know, they're always maybe prophesying uh, bad things, like you're going you're gonna to mess up. Uh, you're not going to do well. Uh, that's kind of how I would feel if I was, you know, one of the children of Israel at this point. Moses said uh, that uh, you're going you're gonna to utterly corrupt yourself and turn aside from the way which I have commanded, and evil will befall you in the latter days because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him unto anger uh, through the work of your hands. Now, uh, in Moses' defense, that was their MO. That's, that's just what they did. Uh, they blew it. That was, they consistently blew it. And God is so gracious and so long-suffering uh, that, he, that He overlooked, forgave, uh, he, he tolerated in many respects uh, a lot of the stuff that they had done because He loves them. And by the way, He loves you. Uh, and He is long-suffering and patient and kind towards us, but we found a counsel to the people. But then we find a charge to Moses. And a charge takes on more, kind of has a little bit more teeth to it, doesn't it? 
It's not just some great advice like, hey, you're going to go in and you're going to be uh, seeing giants and there's going to be battles to be won. You need to be strong and have a good courage. Uh, he, and, he, and he tells that to the people and, and he tells that to Moses, tells that to Joshua. But now he brings them in and says, now I'm charging you. He's given them some orders. Uh, and his order is, you've got to be strong uh, and of good courage. You've got to have strength. You, you want to know why he was telling Joshua that? Because Joshua was scared. You say, whoa, 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 wait a second. Uh, you know, he's the one that went in and said, we got we to gotta go in and take this place, uh, him and Caleb, and, uh, and we, need, we need that. But, but Moses, the man, is about to die, and he is probably, in a, in a way, overwhelmed with the potential responsibility. Uh, you say, well, where'd he get that? Because God had to keep repeating it over and over and over again. And by the way, he has to do that with us. Uh, you ever, you ever re- wonder why uh, sometimes I preach maybe the same thing over and over again, the same point? Uh, I do that because people aren't doing it. And uh, so, so they say, well, it's, it's always so win and so win, or, or it's this or that. It's because we don't uh, so come to church, and all I, all I hear about is this and this. We're going to keep preaching it until the Lord comes back, and we're going to keep preaching it until we're all doing it. To we're all obeying God. And God said, you need to be strong, Joshua. He said, you need to be strong, Israel. You need to be, have good courage because it's going to be tough and you're going to have battles to fight. Uh, and I just believe Joshua, just because somebody is courageous doesn't mean that they don't have fear. There are people that courage means you do what needs to be done in the face of fear. So he told him, he charged him, he says, you do this. Now, uh, so let's skip ahead a little bit in Joshua chapter 1, in the, end, the last part of Joshua chapter number 1. Uh, look at verse number 16. And now this is Joshua as he has been addressing the people. Moses had, he sang these songs, he gave these, these, this, the word, the word of God. He finished the book of the law and God says, now you go up on the mountain and I want you to look out at the inheritance, you can't have it. He said, I want you to go up on the mountain and die. Uh, and everything you see is land that I'm going to give for possession. You can't go in. And the Bible says that Moses went up there uh, and, uh, and he saw, uh, and then he died. And then they buried him. 30, 30 days of mourning is what they had uh, for Moses. And then on the end of that, uh, we find Joshua chapter number 1 where he is, uh, he is, uh, Joshua has taken control, if you will, uh, and he's given some, God's given him instruction, he's given the people instruction. Uh, there were tribes that didn't want to go over and cross over. They said, hey, uh, we like it over here on this side, two and a half tribes, uh, and, he, and Joshua's telling them, he says, all right, you can leave your women, your children, your flocks, but you're going to go over and you're going to fight. And you're gonna and you're gonna be you know do this with us and then when it's all over uh, because remember God had told Joshua that he's gonna he is going to uh, basically make these things uh, to come to pass verse number sixteen this is the people answering Joshua and they answered Joshua saying all that thou commandest us we will do and whithersoever thou sendest us we will go according as we hearken unto Moses in all things so will we hearken unto thee only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses he said we're going to we're going to follow you just like we did Moses uh, and uh, as long as uh, as long as God is with you Moses we're with you verse 18 whosoever he be that and this now this is the people talking this isn't God talking now it is God talking through inspiration he's put it in the bible uh, but he said, Whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment 
and will not hearken unto thy words and all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death, only be strong and of a good courage. So here's what they said. They said, they said we're going to follow you, Joshua, as, as Moses followed God and you follow God, we are going to follow you. And whatever you say, uh, we are going to do. Uh, and if somebody doesn't do what you command, uh, they're going to be put to death. But then they, then they said, only be strong and of a good courage. They're, they're telling, they're te- the people are telling Joshua uh, that you need to follow, Mos- uh, follow God and you need to be strong and of a good courage. We'll follow you and we'll put to death anybody who doesn't, but you need to be, you need to be strong. They need to have, so it was, it was a condition of the people. You follow, you follow God and you have, you're strong and have courage uh, and uh, we're going to follow you and obey you. Because there was a power transition uh, that had taken place. Leadership had changed uh, and so they laid out this condition. And that's just like how God does in the New Testament where He says, like Paul says, you follow me as I follow Christ. Uh, and, uh, and teaches us these things about leadership. And by the way, some of the greatest, I love to read books on leadership uh, but the greatest stuff that I've ever learned about leadership are from people like Moses and Joshua uh, and how they led and what they did and how they obeyed and followed the Lord. But we're going to go back into chapter number one and I'm going to read a little bit more and we're going to pull out our big point here uh, in just a second. That's how it says, verse number one, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass uh, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. And every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, even the great river, the river Euphrates. And by the way, if you look at, uh, you know, as they, Palestine, they try to fight all these things out uh, over there. Uh, God, God laid out borders in the Bible. Uh, and that's, that's their land. Uh, in, in what they now currently possess is, is not all of it. Uh, and uh, just, a, just ex- exactly a fraction of what God had laid out. Verse 5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Notice again, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it uh, to the right hand or to the left uh, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Now God had promised them the land. He said that he is going to go with them. And in fact, when we are... Uh, I think Joshua, Joshua was a warrior. Uh, he was a leader. Uh, he was, he was a, a guy that would go in and see Jericho and, all, and, and the walled city of Jericho and come back and tell Israel, we can take them. That's the kind of, that's the kind of man Joshua was. I believe Joshua was a man's man. Uh, I, I believe he was a warrior. Uh, I, I, just, I just don't think that, uh, that Joshua at any point in his life ever, ever, ever needed a safe place. Uh, Joshua was not a snowflake. 
uh, and, uh, and he, was just, he was just man's man. Uh, and, and that's just who he was. But we find God several times saying, you be strong and of good, and of good courage. You be courageous. Why? Because, because just as, as much as Joshua was a man's man and a man for battle and, and probably the most qualified individual at this time, obviously, to lead the children of Israel in, was Moses' servant is to his minister uh, and, uh, and, a, and a captain and a warrior, uh, but he still needed God to fight his battles for him. He still, he still needed to be encouraged uh, by, by God uh, where God says, I'm, my presence is going to be with you. When you read all these verses, the presence of God says, I'm going to go with you. God is going to go with you. Moses told him that God told I'm going to be there. Uh, and he says, I'm going to provide. The, we find the providence of God in all these verses, the protection of God, obviously. Uh, he's going to fight the battles. We, we understand, you know, if God be for us, who can be against us? Now, we believe that. You, know, you want to know why we believe that? Because the story's like this in the Bible. Uh, because God was with them, and He says, I'm not going to leave you. We find prosperity connected to all this. He says, and by the way, it's not just armies and lands and going in and possessing. It was, it was keep my law and my commandments, obey and do. And they needed just as much strength and courage to do that as they did to fight the giants. Because living for God and obeying Him uh, is, and God stresses that, uh, in, these, in these words right here. Uh, and then, of course, the perseverance of the people. It's like, hey, we will, we'll follow you and we'll obey and we'll do all that. Uh, but you just got to, Joshua, you got to be strong uh, and, of, and, of, and of good courage. Now, here's the difference. And the, and the thing that jumped out at me as I read this passage again, uh, for I don't know how many times I've read it, but I want you to notice in verse number 9, the first part of that verse, God says to him, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage and be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whither shall thou goest. Uh, Moses, Moses uh, said, uh, people, be strong and of a good courage. Mo- uh, Joshua, come here. In front of all these people, you be strong and of a good courage. And then a little bit later, he charges them a little bit more teeth to it. He says, hey, um, uh, you need to be strong uh, and of a good courage. And the people said uh, to him, uh, you know, we'll follow you if you be strong and of a good courage. So at this point, I just believe that Joshua understood that he needed to be strong and very courageous. But the difference is, God says, he reminded him, hey, be this. He said again, be this again. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. And that's where it takes the whole different turn for me. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but, but, I, but I know me. Uh, and there are, uh, there are a lot of things in life, in ministry, uh, that can bring fear. Uh, we worry. Uh, that's just how I am. That's how perhaps you are. I'll just assume that you're a human. Uh, and that, uh, that even though you know God's in control, uh, that, uh, that you still wonder how you're even going to get through. Uh, you, you know that God's presence is there. It's always there. In fact, the Bible says, even in hell, lifted up my eyes. He said, thou art there. God is everywhere. He's not everything. He's not this pulpit, but he is everywhere. He is present. And we know that in our mind, we have an intellectual knowledge that God is present uh, and under my juniper tree, 
Uh, he, is, he is present in hell. Uh, there's no place that I can go. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the, the good and the evil. We know that. Uh, yet, yet there are days that we feel like God's not even there. Uh, we, we feel alone. Uh, we, there's, there's seasons in my life uh, where loneliness uh, just pervades everything. Where, where I know, I, be, I get like Elijah. It's like, I and I alone. Like, I'm the only one. Uh, I'm the only one that believes this. I'm the one that, and I know it's not true, uh, but, but, but it does not change the fact that that's where my mind goes. And, uh, and, I, and I know that God encourages me in His Word to be strong and very courageous. And if we were to make application, which we're supposed to from the Word of God, we can, take, we can, we can say everything about you know, the giants in our life, uh, the battles that we need to face. And I don't know what battle you're facing, uh, but it could be, it could be a surgery. Uh, it, it could be a, a, a relationship problem. Uh, it could be like money. Uh, I mean, it's, it's post-Christmas. How many of you in here are broke? All right. Uh, no, you guys, uh, give me some of that. Uh, and uh, and uh, so, so it could be, it could be the, the, when the bill, when the visa bill shows up in January and you don't know how it is you're going to get through it. Uh, you, you know, you know uh, that God, God's there and He's, uh, he's all-powerful and, uh, and He knows everything. We, we, we know that, but that's not how we behave. So we have these, these times, and I, and, I, and I know I'm supposed to trust Him. And I, and I know I'm supposed to be confident. Uh, and, I, and I know I'm supposed to be calm. Uh, the Bible says uh, that I'm to be uh, careful for nothing. There shouldn't be an ounce of anxiousness uh, in, my, in, my, in my life. God sees the beginning. He knows, he knows my needs before I, I know them. He knows, he knows exactly what I need. He knows everything about me. He knows what I'm going to think. He knows what I'm going to say. He knows where I'm going to be. God knows everything. And, we, and, 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 I just, and I can, there's times where I can just pray and, and have a peace that passes understanding. Uh, but there are other times where, where I feel like, like I can't find peace. Like no matter how hard I pray, or no matter how much I read from the Bible, uh, that I'm just, not, I'm just not getting it. It's just not, it's just not coming. It's in those moments of despair where the devil gets in and begins to have you doubt the Word of God or, or to, to, to doubt this or that about what you believe or whatever, and that happens to everybody. But, but here's, here's, here's how I battle that. Um, it's not a choice. Being, being strong... And being courageous is a command. God commanded them. God commanded you. He says, have not I commanded you? And, here, and this is what I, I, just, I just believe, I choose to believe, uh, that there's times where Joshua is like, hey, uh, and, uh, and here's, here's Jericho. Uh, and, uh, and, and in his mind, uh, he's like, man, those walls are big. Those people are huge. And you, just, and you just look around, you read, you read the, the story as they crossed over, uh, AI, all the different battles that they went through. Uh, it, was, it was tough and it was scary. Uh, and there are many times where it's like, uh, I, you know, I remember I was there for the Moses speech. He told everybody and then he called me out, he called me out in front of everybody and said, you be strong and of good courage. And was reminded by the people that that was important. They wanted a leader that was, that was strong and courageous. And we'll follow you if you are. But God says, God says, be strong, be strong, be strong. And he said, I've, I've commanded you. And I just believe with all my heart 
that there were moments of fear in Joshua's heart and mind where he had to just, he said, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to be courageous because God told me to. He told me to. He commanded me. Not just great advice. I'm not, I'm not giving you some good advice from the Bible today. I'm showing you that the God of the Bible expects of you to be strong and very courageous. Just like he did him. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And all those promises are there. But, but he also says you need to do this. So here's what you do. When, when you, can't, you do the math and you can't figure out uh, you know, how it's all going to work out. Uh, it, that you just, you, just, you just be strong anyway. And you just go headlong into the battle. Why? Because God says, I'm going in it with you. That's what we believe. We believe every battle we go into in our life, and however we want, whatever the analogy, whatever type of illustration we want to put to it, uh, cancer, uh, whatever, uh, your job, you uh, say like God goes with us. We believe that. And we believe it because of this story and other stories in the Bible. Um, and so there's, there's times where it's like, um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. But I know that you promised your presence in providence in my life. And so I'm going go, to climb that mountain. I'm going I'm to march around that wall. I'm going to go into that city, whatever it is, whatever the analogy, and I'm going to do it. Why? Because you've commanded me to. So there's a part of me about all this stuff, whether it's, it's peace, whether it's, uh, it's every time that God tells us to do something in the Bible, in the New Testament as well, it's a command. Um, and uh, so when he says, take no thought for tomorrow, that's just not like a friendly suggestion. Are you following me? Uh, he, he says, you're not supposed to worry about tomorrow. And so when, when I start to worry about it, I don't, go, I don't say to God, God, well, you know, because we'll quote verses, God, you know my frame, and I am just dust. And that this grace, that, that you, this gift that you've given to me, you've given to me in an earthen vessel. And, uh, and you know, uh, it will say crazy stuff like, God, you'll never give me uh, more than I can handle, which is not true. God will give you way more than you can handle so that you have to depend upon him. And, and so it's in those moments, I don't just try to talk God in convincing him how weak and, uh, and, and how unable I am in my own strength because we're not supposed to do every, anything in our own strength. It's in those moments I pick myself up and I say, I'm going to do it. Why? Because you've commanded me to take no thought for tomorrow. You didn't just suggest. He, 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 and we could go on and on about all those verses in the Bible where God tells us, he says, trust, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Always acknowledge Him. He'll direct your path. I mean, he, he tells us by faith to step out and do things. When God tells us to do it, it's a command, not a suggestion. So, so, here's, so, so if you don't have peace in your life right now, start having it. God, why? Because God told you to. I mean, it's as simple as I can put it. Uh, you're, wor- you're worried about tomorrow? Stop. Well, that's easy for you to say. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of easy for me to say, uh, but, uh, but the only thing that sometimes will get me to not worry is the fact that God told me not to because I want to worry with all I can. And the only thing, you could, you could come to me and say, don't worry. You could lay it out. You could give me 15 plausible solutions to the problem, and it isn't going to help me. But you know what helps me? 
I want to obey my, I want to obey God. And God told me not to. So I'm just not going to. And so I, I, just, I just hope that today, as we read this account in Scripture, that you can come away from it with the same type of thing. Have not I commanded thee. Now you can look up that phrase and find it only one place in your Bible. Have not I commanded thee right here in what we read about Joshua. But I wish it was all over the place. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just wish it was like, hey, you know, I'm worried. Have not I commanded thee? Don't worry. Have not I commanded thee? Give. Have not I commanded thee? Go. Are you following me? It's, it's just like we're just supposed to obey. But I don't want to. I don't feel like it. Uh, it just, I just don't see how it's all going to work out. It doesn't matter. He's commanded us. And, uh, and why that's important is I, I believe that love for God and the things of God should be our greatest motivator. Um, and motivation really is never our problem. It's follow through. Um, I don't, is there anybody in here just does not want to obey God? You just flat out just say, I don't care. I don't want to obey Him. You want to. You're motivated to. And that motivation could be because He is to be revered and feared. Uh, or you don't want to disappoint him. There could be all, you're all kinds of motivated. It's just that we don't follow through. And that's in every area of our life. Motivation's not a problem. You read your Bible and be motivated just like that. Uh, but it's, it's just uh, in those, love needs to be, should be. You should love God with all your heart, soul, mind. And that's what he said. He said, but I'm just worried about you because you're just stiff-necked and rebellious. And, 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 you, and you need to be strong and courageous. But it's in those moments where, where maybe love isn't all there, where, where doubt has crept in, where things that you know shouldn't be there are, where you just do because, because God has told you to. Um, duty isn't the best reason to do things, but if God has an expectation, you just need to do it. I was thinking about this early about worship and what we offer to God. And because one of the things people say today is that, you know, if I just, if, if, if I'm worshiping God, let's just say, you know, whatever, singing. If, I, if, if my heart's right and I'm doing it for the Lord, like that's, that's, the, that's the, the crux of it. But God will not accept worship that's unacceptable. And so I was thinking about what's, what's worse. Now, I don't think both of them are good for us to offer strange fire to God with a sincere heart or us to give to God what's acceptable to him in our hearts not really in it neither one of them are good but the bottom line is God is due our praise and our worship and what he wants he gets and so so I think the obvious conclusion is, is that we need to find out what's acceptable to God and then give it to Him with all of our heart. Our motivation needs to be right, but it does not take away from the fact of what God expects from us. So that's like, for example, God, the Lord loveth the cheerful giver. So if the cheer's gone, I'm not supposed to give. No, you're still supposed to give uh, and uh, uh, even if the cheer's not there. Um, it's, it's we obey and then God, we, we get it all backwards. 
So you say, well, I just, I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to do this thing until, until my heart's all in it. Um, it doesn't work that way. If God wants you to, you know, God wants you to be a soul winner, if God wants you to, you know, to tithe, whatever it is, you just throw it in there. Um, you're just supposed to do it because God wants it. Uh, and, and, and it doesn't really matter if you don't. So it's in those moments where it's like the Holy Spirit of God nudges me and says, have not I commanded thee? Well, I just, I just thought you were just kind of recommending it. I thought, you know, um, you know, should we go to church? You know, I think, you know, God likes church. And, and he, you know, he says, no, he says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. As the manner of some is, there are some people that just forsake it. Uh, so much the more to see the day approaching. It's not, well, you know, God's, he's commanded us. So I don't know what it is today for you, um, whatever it is that you're going through, and you know what you're supposed to do, but you don't do it. I just want you to think of that one phrase. Have not I commanded thee? And you say, God, I don't get it, but I'm just going to obey you. And I'm going to be strong, and I'm going to be courageous. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to, and, and by the way, um, do, do you think, do you think as, as Joshua uh, is getting ready to, uh, you know, tell everybody what to do, we're going to march into this city and kill everybody or whatever, and, and, uh, and do you think he's just like, his knees were knocking? Uh, and, and he had fear. I mean, he was saying, we, you know, we're going to go get them, guys. And, he, and, and, and a look of, of fear and anxiety on his face. No. Uh, I, I think that, he went, that he's, I'm going to be strong. I'm going to be courageous. And he just was. And I think he probably was. Uh, even when in, on the inside, um, he might have had doubt or faith. Joshua never doubted. Yeah, did he have blood running through his veins? Uh, and uh, and God, God wants us to attack everything uh, in that same manner, and I hope that you do. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed this morning.